I haven't been much of a TV person since the single digit episodes of Grey's Anatomy, but I will never forget the first time I watched Netflix. I can't remember so much what I watched. More memorable was what happened when the show ended. And on my screen appeared next episode starting in three, two, one. And just like that, after merely three seconds of waiting, the next episode loaded. I remember that moment of pure joy when I realized that I didn't have to wait another week, another season, not even another second of anticipation before I got to watch the next thing. And wow, that instant gratification felt good. Welcome back to Health Bite, my podcast where I offer you small, actionable bites towards healthy weight and weight management through greater mental, emotional, and physical well-being. I wholeheartedly believe that our relationship with food is a window into our relationship with ourselves. Understanding this relationship will not only facilitate healthy weight and weight management, but will have rippling effects that impact every aspect of your life. In the nearly two decades that I've worked as an obesity medicine specialist, I have seen firsthand the life-changing effects of this transformative work and I'm so excited to share my insights with you. I'm your host, Dr. Adrian Udeem, and I created this podcast as an alternative to the noise to offer you knowledge-based guidance in the areas of nutrition, fitness, habit change, and mindset that I use with my patients in my medical practice every single day to help them achieve healthy weight and health. More episodes are available at dradrianudeem.com slash podcast. And while you're there, sign up for my newsletter and shoot me an email. I'd love to hear about your journey. Okay, here we go. Let's dig in to this week's episode. So did the time that I was at work and decided I was craving an oat milk matcha latte. Wait a minute. I don't even believe in oat milk. But for some odd reason, I wanted one. Maybe it was the power of suggestion. Maybe because my daughter had drank one earlier that week. It had somehow seeped into my consciousness. And just like that, I went from the idea of maybe I want one to I must have one right this minute. And so as I shuffled between patients, I pulled out my phone from my white coat, opened the app and ordered an oat milk matcha latte to the office. I felt that feeling again, that feeling of sheer joy of instant gratification. What about the time I decided I wanted a hot pink beanie because a mom in the carpool line was wearing one and I looked cute on her. And even though it probably wouldn't look cute on me or I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to wear it since in L.A. the weather rarely dips below 62 degrees. But once again, before I had the opportunity to flush these ideas out in my head, I was already on my Amazon app from the car and had bought it before I could think much more about it. Again, I felt the joy of hitting the buy now button, the joy of instant gratification, and it felt good. Even better than when I actually found the package at my doorstep the next morning. That's the interesting thing about gratifying ourselves. Often it has nothing to do with getting the thing, but more the satisfying the pursuit of the thing. In fact, 
dopamine, the neurotransmitter that is known for giving us the feeling of pleasure and satisfaction, is equally responsible for motivation or seeking behavior. In other words, while we often talk about dopamine in terms of gratification and the feeling of pleasure we achieve when we eat the cake, drink that wine, buy that purse, dopamine is equally involved in seeking behavior, in the chase. Think about it. Have you ever watched a child opening up his or her birthday presents? There's a rush, a gleeful flurry of tearing up wrapping paper and ripping up boxes until they get to the toy truck or Barbie doll. And almost without skipping a beat, they toss the toy aside and head over to ripping and tearing the next present. The excitement and joy of anticipation lasts longer than the joy of the presumed reward, the gift itself. Dopamine is responsible for the seeking and wanting, so gratifying. Dopamine is responsible for the seeking and wanting, so gratifying quickly does not necessarily satisfy that drive. In fact, gratifying quickly is to our detriment because once the wanting, seeking behavior is satisfied, we're back to wanting and seeking again. We can see how this could be problematic in our present day environment. And there is a downside to instant gratification. And that is that it fosters unrealistic expectations. We start to expect that we can get things quickly and easily. But what happens when what we want cannot come easily? What if the thing worth having actually takes time, practice, patience, perseverance, but we find ourselves having trouble because we've lost the muscle to do this deliberate work? What happens when we've lost touch with reality and have forgotten that we should expect this deliberate work? It's easy to see how this plays out in our relationship with food and our bodies. Hi, friends. It's Dr. Adrian, and I'm dropping into your podcast to offer a love letter to you. I believe that our hunger represents our unmet emotional and spiritual needs. And by leaning in and listening to our hunger, we have an opportunity to hear our needs, and to respond. I know this not only from personal experience, but from listening to the stories of hundreds, if not thousands of patients over the past almost 20 years. I have compiled these stories, including my own, into Hungry for More, Stories and Science to Inspire Weight Loss from the Inside Out. This book is not just about weight loss, but about life and contains lessons that I know to be life-changing. If you don't believe me, head over to my website at dradrianudeem.com where you can obtain a free sample or to amazon.com and check out the reviews for yourself. Not only does the desire for instant gratification make us seek out quick palatable food options like high fat, high sugar, the sort of things that give us the quick dopamine pleasurable reward, but it also feeds into our unrealistic expectations for quick and easy. It makes us more reluctant to take the time to plan and to cook a nutritious meal. It also causes discouragement when we don't see the quick results that we expect, the quick answer to our hard efforts. For example, if we don't achieve a desired weight loss after having put in what we believe to have been the necessary work, then we're less likely to persevere, more likely to give up and to throw in the towel. 
We have engineered instant gratification into the fabric of our lives. We have novel and interesting ways of getting what we want. And there certainly are benefits to that. But there are also downsides. And we must be aware of how this may condition our expectations and actions in other aspects of our lives. So my health bite for today is to become aware. How has instant gratification trickled into your life? Maybe it's with your eating habits or maybe your shopping habits. Maybe you engage too often with your phone, jumping from email to LinkedIn to Instagram, back to email again, seeking that gratification. Take some time to identify all the areas in your life where this may show up. Now, create some boundaries. What can you do to limit this impulse? Maybe you can allocate certain times of the day to check your phone or social media. Maybe you allow yourself to shop just one day a week, leaving items in your cart, but not necessarily purchasing by hitting buy now. Maybe you use restraint in watching your next TV show, making yourself wait between episodes to build your resilience to the desire for quick and expedient. Now, take this mindset to your long-term goals. Maybe they are weight loss and health goals, but maybe they include work or life goals. I don't know, like writing a book. How can you create a plan that takes into account the real truth that worthwhile endeavors do take time, patience, practice, and perseverance? Maybe you reframe your expectations, give yourself more time, more trial and error, more grace. The science shows that this kind of self-acceptance makes you more resilient and thus more likely to achieve your goals. As an aside, I want to point you back to a old podcast that I did talking about dopamine, reward, and cravings in which I offer you a tool, the surfing the urge meditation, a tool to manage desire and cravings. The link will be in the show notes. So that's all for this week's Health Bite. If you enjoyed this quick episode, I'm going to ask you to please head back to your app and rate us. Thousands of you come back every month to listen to us. We would love to hear why. So please take the time to rate and review Health Bite anywhere you podcast. I look forward to seeing you here again next week. Until then, and in good health. Bye now.